Thanks for stopping by the New Urban Jazz Lounge. We celebrate music, but in particular contemporary jazz with touches of urban and Brazilian flavors. My name is Bob Baldwin. Always a pleasure to hang out with you. We've been covering some really fantastic artists. The New Urban Jazz Lounge is going to close out Black Music Month with an incredible artist, but I'm going to add a little narrative from a keyboardist and artist's point of view. You've heard me speak very glowingly about the legend Stevie Wonder here since the birth of the New Urban Jazz Lounge in 2008. Stevie has been a court influence on many musicians and singers alike in the jazz and R&B world. I have to remind people constantly that Stevie Wonder is an instrumental virtuoso. But there was a period where I had to define Stevie Wonder's launching pad moment. Let's call it the classic period. From 1971 to 1975, he made four key recordings. Music of My Mind, Talking Book, Intervisions, Fulfilling This First Finale. He teamed up with two key producers which created this wall of keyboard sound. Malcolm Cecil, who made this monster-sized keyboard called the Tonto, and Robert Margulis, the producer-engineer who helped to ensure that that sound was recorded properly. The key thing to note is that Stevie played bass, drums, keyboards, and of course, his fantastic vocal sound, and was one of the first artists to prominently feature keyboard bass on all of his recordings. This also was a period when studios were introducing multi-tracking, which allowed Stevie to build a track all by himself, starting with the drums and then the bass, keyboards, and eventually his brilliant vocal sound. After his training period with Robert Margulef and Malcolm Cecil, he took all of his production skill set and finally produced his own masterpiece, the double album set, Songs in the Key of Life, where he hired musicians to play drums, bass, etc. These three geniuses during this period garnered 12 Grammys and seven additional nominations, including Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Producer of the Year. The period was also key because Stevie renegotiated his deal with Barry Gordy and Motown and was able to get huge budgets and garnered one of the better royalty rates for any artist at that time. But he also gained creative control of his recordings. And the first album he was able to release during this key period was Music of My Mind. So let's get into this classic period of Mr. Stevie Wonder. Ladies and gentlemen, the New Urban Jazz Lounge is in session with Stevie Wonder, the classic period. Be a soup. 
to poke woman and try to boss the bull around. But does she really think she'll get by with a dream? A woman wants to be a superwoman, and I just had to say goodbye because I can't spend all my hours dying. Tomorrow will reflect love. 
always do the can then And every day I won't smile in your lovely brown eyes oh, yeah. Every day I'm gonna get my share Cause I know you're gonna take me there And every day I wanna get on my the classic period here at the New Urban Jazz Lounge. My name is Bob Baldwin. Dabbling with the uh, music of the 70s, early 70s, where he gained creative control of his music and uh, went off and did his own thing. We also have to remind ourselves that Stevie Wonder could not see. So his, uh, his musical genius is uh, far deeper than uh, one could ever imagine. Although he could not see, he did have tremendous vision. In the background, a tune called Love Having You Around, again, from the album Music of My Mind. We also heard the classic Girl Blue, 
and got it started with the uh, legendary Superwoman. Where were you when I needed you? So this is the uh, the jump off period for Stevie Wonder and his electronic keyboard era. This album, Music of My Mind, was not an award-winning album, but it was the uh, tone that was to be set for the next three albums. Stick around, we'll let you know the next album that was in this uh, fantastic sequence. This is the New River Jazz Lounge. Yeah, yeah. 